This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Bite.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. In 2014, PureFlix released Mom's Night Out, a wacky comedy about a trio of moms looking for a little mom time, starring Patricia Heaton, Sarah Drew, and Trace Adkins. So we watch Mom's Night Out, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. <laughs> yep. Someone get a little tired this week? Uh, what is there to say? Or there's just too much to say. Uh, and also, who cares? <laughs> Oh, no. That's why I think halfway through writing every inch, I'm like, who gives a shit? I love your intros. Yeah, <laughs> they're fun. I care. Your intros are great. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm probably going to hell. I'm Caroline, and I'm going to heaven. <laughs> We're here to have some good Christian fun. fun. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture. Talking about Christian movies, Christian music, Christian Hello, video games. Bjork. Hello, Bjork. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's so good to be here. <laughs> good. Uh, but we're not here to bash it, right? Right. We're not here to eviscerate it. We're from not the here to out. avenge it. Mm, Agent Coulson, RIP JK. Call me. Tahiti. But we're also not here to proselytize to you, to evangelize to you. We're not evangelicals. We, we might even call ourselves ex-evangelicals, as is popular in people's uh, Twitter bios. Yeah. I'm anti-evangelical. I'm no vans in this country anymore. <laughs> anti-evangelical. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I'll spread that message far and wide. So we're here to have some good Christian fun. We're That's not, right. We have no agenda. That's something Except you heard a to lot. Have a good time. A lot growing up in conservative households. You heard about the gay agenda. You heard about the liberal media agenda. That's right. But you know what? It worked. It works. We're all in, baby. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we got indoctrinated. Caroline. Come to LA, it happens. How's it going? How's your heart? My heart's good. How's your heart? Good. Great. All right. Did you like the cookie? I, I haven't had one yet because I don't want to break another that? one of your chairs. <laughs> That's why. Do you want to talk about this right now? You didn't break another one of our chairs. You broke one the chair twice. The same chair twice. <laughs> But I think it's our friend Eric who really kind of set. He kind of. I don't want to put Eric on blast. Okay, so it was a, it was a tag team. Situation. I think it was a tag team situation. Sure. I think it was like a roulette. You know, you just fell to you. But I'm the straw that broke the chair's back in this scenario. Twice. Yeah, twice. <laughs> to be clear, I broke the that same said, chair twice. You sat on this chair so many times, and this chair is solid as a rock. Because this chair is a couch. <laughs> <laughs> It does have more load the bearing. At home. Caroline's being generous. This chair is a couch. <laughs> it's like a love seat. Yes. Have a cookie, Kevin. Uh, I will. Uh, a little bit. You know what? This is, I guess, our first episode in what we're calling Mom's Month. Oh, which, yes. Which we decided Welcome to, to Mom's start Month. two Wednesdays into the month. That's right. We didn't want to do it the first Wednesday because like, oh, too much too soon. It's like, let's ease into it. Wait, let's, really? 
Yeah, last oh, Wednesday. Damn. This Wednesday was May. It was May. That's right. Bob Dylan up episode came out in May. I'll tell you what, there are a lot of moms that love Bob Dylan. Speaking of, uh, how's your dad doing? <laughs> He's good. He's good. Why? Because you said you talked to him today uh, for the first time in a while. Are you bringing up a tweet? We didn't talk about this. In no, I'm br- yeah, I'm bringing up a tweet. You're bringing I up a tweet? I consider your tweet, your messages direct to me. <laughs> really? I probably tweet now more than I text you. <laughs> yeah, that's probably about right. Uh, he's good. Uh, he told me a lot about his golfing trip in Florida. Fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dad's night out. Dad's night out. Yeah. That's it, wild. And it turns out that he did the exact same stuff as happens in this movie. Parents are cool. Parents are cool. Moms Amen. are cool. Mom's night out. We gotta talk about it. Happy Mother's Day. We need a happy Mother's Day, but we need a we need a special guest to help us out with the mommy talk. The third mom. Ladies and gentlemen, she's the third mom in our trio tonight. You may know her from the Intera Bang podcast or her podcast run. A Doctor Who fan cast. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Ty V Yes. Hello. We're not done yet. Sing your praise to the That was a good idea to wait. Come on. <laughs> you, you felt that out. That was a good call. Tybee is unfortunately learning a lesson that a lot of our guests have to learn, which is just let this shit play out. We're going to shout at you until it's over. <laughs> we did say to Tybee, Tybee, thank you so much for being here, by the way. Thank you for having me. I'm very happy to be here. We did say when we were, when we were booking this one, we said, you know what? We could do an album. We could maybe do like an Amy Grant album. Oh, yeah. Or we could do Mom's Night Out. And Tybee said, guys, we gotta do Mom's Night Out. <laughs> gotta really? do Mom's Night Out. Gotta. You felt Just gotta. Like, amped about it. I felt like I was gonna have more fun things to say. Yeah. About a movie than I would an album. Is that true? Because I feel like sometimes you feel like that as well. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I'm not a, as much of a fan. Oh, that's, that's not the right way to put it. You don't it. like music? Is that true? <laughs> music? Don't care for it. <laughs> None of it. You know, joy. I don't like it. <laughs> not a thing. Not a fan. Um, no, I I just uh, I guess movies. You know, you can watch the story. Whereas music, I have to fill in a lot of the blanks. You know, yeah. <laughs> I want yeah. you to tell me, tell my dumb brain. What to think, and then I'm better with it for sure. So but, you no, I loved know you Mom's There's just Night more Out. To see. <laughs> I loved it. Big fan. If that's the metric, <laughs> wow. Have we got a show for Actually, you? Actually, no. The the tough thing about musicians is you have to do so much more research because there's yeah. an entire life to look into, and you know, and their discography beforehand and afterhand, rather than just a movie. It's like it's a point in time. There's only so much that's there. Sure, it's just the movie, just and, the movie. And you're a musician yourself, right? Yeah, you're yeah, a singer. You yes, you have I've a beautiful voice. That's great, Thanks. very gorgeous. Yes. So you you know as good as anybody with music, when you listen to it. That's one half of the equation, baby. And then you, the listener, you're the other half. Whoa. Right? And oh, then you nice. got you to gotta do a little bit of interpretation, a little bit of math. What's the poetry mm-hmm. here? And maybe sometimes you're too stupid to get it. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you can't get through your thick old noggin. Sometimes the music's too subtle and I for think, a show called Good Christian Voice. <laughs> wow. So, Tybee, what is your relationship with faith stuff and God and... Things of this nature. We're here talking about Christian pop culture, but maybe you're, you're from a different background. Or I sure am. What's that? Gosh. Uh, <laughs> you're from Gosh? I'm from... <laughs> I believe in I Gosh. I love Gosh. <laughs> you, you love Gosh? gosh? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, I uh, grew up 
Reform Jewish in the south mm-hmm. uh, in a town with not very many Jewish people. Which mm-hmm. town was this? Uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Oh. Doxed. Um, my uh, doxed, <laughs> doxed, Tallahassee. Uh, yeah, I've uh, we're past that point. Doxed for um, a time traveler for not having yeah <laughs> enough Jewish people. Uh, so my dad grew up in Atlanta, which was like he- had a heavy Jewish population sure. when he was growing up. Oh, um, which it doesn't quite so much anymore. But he grew up almost Orthodox. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't do the Orthodox thing, um, so we were raised Reform. I was consecrated, bat mitzvah, and confirmed. Um, I do not believe in God. Um, but I really, really like a lot of the traditions of Judaism, so mm-hmm. I still practice some of them. Oh, like what? Um, like I, I observe Yom Kippur. Oh, okay. That's the one where, lovely. um, that's like, is that the forgiveness one? Yeah, it's the Day of Atonement. Yes. Okay. Um, yes, correct. Uh, so. I think you were just recounting a Friends episode. The one with forgiveness. <laughs> the one with forgiveness. <laughs> oh, jeez. Forgive me. Exactly. I need exactly. to atone. Thank you. Hey! Um, just gotta wait a year. Hey! <laughs> not that, no, not a whole year. Probably like. September. Okay, mm-hmm. I can wait. Yeah, you're chilling. Uh, I like it because it's the whole point of it is you you give up your food that you would eat for the day. You fast, and you're supposed to donate that food to charity. Oh, I didn't know that was part of it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, you fast for 24 hours, mm-hmm. um, unless you're sick or you have to take medication or whatever. Okay. I like it because it. I just I like the idea of just like sitting with yourself for the mm-hmm. day, and you can't distract yourself with anything, and you're supposed to be with your congregation all day and um not oh, everybody does really? like sometimes people go home like okay. we used to go home we'd go colony dre like the night that it starts because mm-hmm. jewish holidays start on at sundown or sundown to sundown mm-hmm. we would we would go in the morning go home and then come back at in the evening for the evening service and then go do the like big break the fast okay um, is that a big feast together it is yeah 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 um nice. and there is this there's like a ceremonial this is going to sound weird but uh, <laughs> kind of like a I don't know how to describe it, like a ritual, like self-flagellation, but it's not. Okay. You don't, it's just everybody kind of like, like lightly beats their chest to, uh, to like symbolize, to symbolize that? that. Okay. Oh, McConaughey um, and Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> yes, actually. That really? This is Yom um, Kippur kind of. dinner. Because <laughs> uh, there's a song that goes along with it that everybody sings together and Ooh, it's very cool. like chanty and it's, it's like, while you do that song, if you, we, ha- you know, you have, uh, if you're Bar Bat Mitzvah, you have a talis or a talit, depending mm-hmm. on which version of Hebrew you speak. And if somebody next to you doesn't have one, you're supposed to share yours. And everybody just says, like, I was not perfect this year, and I'm going to take today and think about that. And then tomorrow, I'm going to start trying to be better. That's lovely. And, I'd, yeah, I just think it's really lovely. Um, What's as a that child, I hated it. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Well, yeah, because I was like, everyone's grumpy and smells weird and, like, <laughs> Hungry. I don't want to be here. And sometimes it's on my birthday. Oh, no. So it's just like, I hate this shit. Yeah, that is <laughs> an <laughs> interfaith sensation. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> don't matter what denomination you are. <laughs> so do you see that stuff as primarily community-based or, or like individual-based? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you feel like that's something primarily for you yeah. or for the benefit of the community? No, I, I see it as very individual. I don't know that that's how everybody feels. I don't know that that's like faith wide, but I don't know. I think it's a very introspective holiday. Sure. I usually use it to think about the mistakes that I've made or, or just like any, any times where I could have, I could have communicated better or Mm -hmm. made a different choice or whatever. And I just let it go, try to look at it, like observe it with some, you know, care for myself Mm -hmm. without being like, I'm such a mess. I am a screw up. Sure. Um, It's just like, Hey, I'm a human being. And I, I'm going to try and clean slate this thing. That's cool. I don't think I often think about 
you know, my past mistakes in in a way of just like a healthy way of just like constructively, I can with a little bit of detachment and be like, that wasn't cool. I can do better. I'll move on now instead of just being like, I was so bad. I'm a monster. Everyone must think I'm a jerk. You know, there's something yeah. nice to like, and there's a constructive end and the next day begins and you're done with it. Yeah. That's really cool. I think culturally too, there's not a built-in mechanism for being able to mourn and regret mistakes and and be able mm-hmm. to grieve those like you were saying in a healthy constructive way because right. the thing you don't want to do is what you were saying is say like i'm garbage i'm trash oh my gosh mm-hmm. but i feel like uh <laughs> like the main thrust of a lot of pop culture would be like don't look back no regrets yeah L- tonight's you your last your night to live yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah you did <laughs> yeah. your best uh-huh. you're the best but there's a way where you can have both Marry things those. at the same yeah, yeah. And, and just be like you're you're not trash but you can also mourn mm-hmm. and grieve things maybe you that are lost. you were trying your yeah. best, but maybe you weren't thinking through it Maybe, all the way. Kevin, your best wasn't good enough. <laughs> I think in general, Jews are very like efficient about emotions, mm. um, which is something Talk more about like. that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in as few always. words as possible. <laughs> if you could just get over, get over it, like just get through it. No. Um, I like that, like the idea of sitting Shiva. Are you guys familiar yes, with sitting Shiva? Yeah. So for, I don't know if there are listeners who don't know. Um, after a family member dies, you sit Shiva, which is, um, Shiva is the Hebrew word for seven, and you take seven days to mourn. Um, you cover the mirrors, you sit on the floor, people bring you food, and you be sad. <laughs> just, just be sad. Yeah. You don't think about yourself, and like, you don't, you don't, vanity is not allowed, mm-hmm. and it's like, don't go to work, don't get up, just sit here and cry. Um, if you are a conservative or, or orthodox, you have what's called a minion, which is um, a certain number of uh, bar mitzvah men or women, if you, depending on kind of which tier you're at. <laughs> and I just think that the idea of like, okay, so now you you leave the workforce, you come home, you sit here, and you get to feel however you feel mm-hmm. and and live in that for seven days, and then you go back to work. It almost seems emotionless because it's like, or, or lacking in compassion to be like, and now you got to get back like to it's it. it's so structured. Yeah. Right. But I think that there's something about like, no, no, don't you just do it like be, see, sit here in these feelings and feel them mm-hmm. and i think that that's the idea that like the the congregation will rally around you will mm-hmm. bring you things so that you can actually sit there and feel that i think like that's very it's just very efficient yeah well and isn't there a part two where someone's with you like 24 7 too in your house okay i was thinking about this because uh unfortunately i went to a funeral a couple weeks ago this woman, her husband died from cancer. It was really quick. And I was thinking about uh, Shiva and how, and sitting Shiva and how wonderful that is because I was thinking about her of like, okay, the funeral's done. She's Christian. She goes home. And I'm sure there are people that are with her, but like how lovely that someone is with you 24 seven at your house, because I'm sure like the third day after the funeral, you're like, what do I do with myself? Like, yeah. I'm just sad and I'm just here. Everybody left. Mm. And I might be alone at 3am, which is the right. worst hour to be alone. And yeah, like, I actually, you know, you brought that up, and I and I nodded when you said, "Isn't there somebody with you?" And now I'm not sure if that's actually a rule or if people just do that. Just do that, like because kind of, they want hmm. to. Yeah, I'm not well, sure. And I feel like another nice part of that too is like when you're grieving. I'm sure there's something nice about there's a structure of what you're supposed to do. Like you have seven days, you think about this, and then the eighth day, like you go back, and it's not necessarily like you're you can't done be sad grieving, anymore. yeah, yeah no. or whatever. Yeah. But it's like okay, there's some kind of steps to go through if I need them, and they're right. there for me. Which is well, cool. I, I think about like my sister-in-law, who's. Um, She's from a big Portuguese family, like Portuguese from Portugal. Mm-hmm. When her mother, her mother died very suddenly six years ago, I think today, she had to get days off donated from people 
what? that she worked with and get what's called catastrophic leave because she was a, a teacher at the time. Oh, um, man. It was more than seven days. I mean, it was a really, it was really rough on her. But at the same time, like that, it bothered me that she had to like get something from someone else to like just go through <laughs> just, a thing that literally every human being has to yeah, experience, just to have time to cope. with Yeah, it. I, I thought that I was really strange. I guess there's something kind of lovely about people donating their days off to yeah, her. Too. That's that is, really sweet. It is. I think that idea of like rallying. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Do you feel like? participating in things like that and having those built-in things for like, oh, here's your day of sadness. Here's sitting Shiva. Do you feel like that prepares you a little bit more for death? Absolutely. In a a way where it's like, oh, you can be less afraid of whatever is the ultimate sadness or loss or whatever. Do you mean my own death or or other like losing loved ones? Either or. I do think I am more prepared for losing loved ones than most uh, people I know. Mm -hmm. In addition to the sitting Shiva part, we don't do open casket. Uh, Jews, uh, if somebody dies, you they are in the ground in 48 hours. There is oh. no, like, when's the funeral? Like, they died, you fly there right now. But there's no, like, coffins can have no metal parts. They have, like, wooden dowels. Oh. And everyone helps in the burial. Like, there's a shovel. And you add to, what? they are put down in the ground, and you help. So, like, at oh. my grandfather, at my Zadie's uh, memorial service and burial, <clears throat> I helped like wow. you've got tears in your eyes and you help you get your ass up out of your chair and go <laughs> and that's kind of cool too i agree something to do you i know? feel like yeah that's yeah. helpful it yeah, is and just be like okay i am also letting go of him mm-hmm. i was a. Uh, this is reminding me of this like youtube series i watched one time with this mortician who was had like a real dark sense of humor it was kind of cool oh she was talking about why she left buzzfeed right <laughs> <laughs> oh this is the oh gosh what's her name i know her yeah, name you know what i'm talking about she is all at like her ministry is basically death and making people not afraid of death. Yeah. yeah well and, cool. a big and she also part... has a patreon i believe oh awesome yeah. no she's great uh i'm sorry i'm forgetting her name but I'll, I'll look that up for you but anyway uh she talks about how um the way we do memorials now are make it really hard for people to move on or make you really hard to embrace the death because you don't see them. You don't know that they're going in the ground. That just is done for you. And then all of a sudden that person has just disappeared. And she actually was like a proponent of an open casket or just seeing mm-hmm. their body like as they've just passed just so you can see like they're not here anymore. And that can be yeah. like awful, of course, but it's a good way to like let it go and like have that real disconnect. I was next to uh, two of my grandparents as they took their last breaths. Whoa. Um, wow. And I think that that was incredibly important for me as really? a human being. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my grandmother was my favorite person on the planet. Um, oh, and I was holding her hand when she died. Wow. That's um, awful and magnificent at the same sure. time. Sure. Yeah. And, and she was cremated because um, she's not Jewish. My mom's adopted. I, ha- I got to spread some of her ashes you, when you when someone's cremated, you can get them. Uh, you can get like a little temporary canister. So like like you can put the rest of the ashes in an urn, okay, and then you can spread some of them if you want. Yeah. Um. And so I, my mom flew out, and I got the the canister, and we went to where my uh, grandmother and grandpa got married in San Diego, Old Town San Diego, and spread her ashes in a garden. And I like spun around with like ash in my hands, <laughs> like a little like you were weird princess. This before, and it <laughs> yeah. sounded amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's cool. It was wow. the best. Is that when I talked to you guys for 47 hours about myself and you were very nice to me? <laughs> oh, yeah. That night ended with Caroline crying in Tybee's arms. 
and smiling and saying, I love Nate. That's truly what I turned into. Tybo, uh, you are the only guest that has seen me cry before. You're so cute. <laughs> I got to be real honest. It oh, was good. really cute. Well, I'm it glad was, yeah, that's what came out. That was a good night. Is, this is this is the Morticia, Yes, right? that's her. That's Caitlin her. Doty. That's yes. really cool. The Order of the Death group. Yeah, look her up. She's The Order really of the cool. Good Death, I should say. Yeah. yeah and she also great. just tells like weird factoids about it. But yeah, anyway. she's funny. Um, she's hilarious. Cool. Does your dad still practice? Like, is he yeah. still practicing? Um, yeah. So I... I had to like come out to my dad as atheist when I was oh like, what was that like yeah what was that like um he was really disappointed mm. and I think for me it was like I went through my butt mitzvah and I like and and did you say when you were fourteen mm-hmm. oh wow okay yeah um you knew yeah <laughs> I knew because I I my bat mitzvah and my brother's bar mitzvah we a lot of kids don't have to go through quite as rigorous a situation mm-hmm. as we did, but we studied for a full year. We had to translate the Torah on the spot. There was no reading of English. Like you say it in Hebrew and then say it in English and then you do your Haftarah portion. You say it in Hebrew, you say it in English. Wow. And we had to learn every single word, translate on the spot for both portions. And and like we were not allowed to read in English. So mm-hmm. it was a full year of studying. We both like ran our services and... I felt really accomplished at the end of it, and I felt very in tune with heritage. But I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't believe there's an invisible sky, Grandpa." And I'm very sorry, Dad. <laughs> I just like walked in and I was like, "I'm, I'm really sorry. Like, I, I think I don't, I think I've never believed that there's somebody up there." Wow. And he was like, "Okay, um, that makes me sad." That's real intense for a 14 year old little Tybee. Yeah. But that's and you felt the same way. You were like, "I'm sticking with that." That feels right to me now yeah i believe anything divine is just in our connection to each other mm-hmm. um that it doesn't come from any sort of deity i try to tell people that i'm agnostic atheist and they're like those are different things or that you can't be both and i'm like yes you can look at the <laughs> definitions of those words i just don't believe it's like a an entity a deity but i believe that that human beings have divine connection and that we share lots of things and there's magic in the world yeah you know agreed concur on that, we can find common ground. Hmm. Just like these three moms. <laughs> Just like. <clears throat> Sorry, is that Caroline Ely or the master of segways <laughs> over there? The latter. Tybee, thanks for sharing your story. Yeah, thank you so, so much. so nice and generous. Thank but you. I think we got bigger fish to fry <laughs> now with these moms. Let's dive oh, in. The deputy of transitions. <laughs> Deputy of I'm transitions. the Labor Secretary of Transitions. <laughs> I'm going to have one of these cookies. Is that okay? Yeah. Sure. No, they're there, but not for you. Yeah. No, are they? Did no you make they're them? there, but not well, for me. No, they're like, you know, those kind you break out. I just put salt on them. So homemade. They're good. <laughs> they're not bad. You can hear that crispy crackle into crunch, the mic. Mike. Moms. I'm trying to give your people some ASMR, you know? Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You freaks out there. You, you guys are liking this. Yeah. Go see a quiet place, get some ASL. <laughs> So, Mom's Night Out came out 2014. You know what the quietest place was? <laughs> Anytime Here, Kevin after says you a joke. said a joke. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> time's up on white male privilege. <laughs> Getting more laughs than you ought. So, what is everyone's history with Mom's Night Out? 
what's everyone's uh, nostalgic connection? I remember being a little tight and thinking, <laughs> I wish the lady from Everyone Loves Raymond would be in a watered-down version of The Hangover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> with no drunkenness or drug use at Zero. All. Mm-hmm. And I wish that everyone was either in the cast was either a producer, related to a producer, or related to one of the main stars. Oh, my gosh. As was the case for the British cabbie, which is played by Patricia Heaton's real-life husband. Is that true? Yes. Gosh darn it. This movie... Wait a minute. And So one of the... uh, Izzy, the one with glasses, you know, Mm -hmm. the smart one. Mm -hmm. She has glasses. (laughs) She's... she's I'm sorry. You know how smart people have glasses? Yeah. Only? Yeah. Yeah, that's how you know. Caroline, you're going to have to talk slower. We're dealing with a no glasses over (laughs) here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... uh, she is married to the guy who founded Pure Flix. I only found that out today. What's Pure Flix? Did you I not know that? that? Yes. <laughs> I was looking her up and then yes. in Google Image, I was like, wait, she's with David, you know, A.R. White. Alan Greer. Yeah. <laughs> founder of Pure Flix. <laughs> David Alan Greer. David Dad. Alan Greer. It is amazing <laughs> how much just crazy nepotism goes on in all wait, these what's Christian Pure movies. Flix? Pure Flix oh. is a studio based out of Arizona. Oh, it is? That does Christian movies. They're Arizona, the, the studio behind... Pinnacle of uh, entertainment. That's right. The entertainment... Um, Capital of the world. That's right. Uh, they're behind God's Not Dead, God's Not Dead 2, God's Not Dead 3, God's Still Not Dead. Those mm-hmm. are my four favorite movies. <laughs> God's Not Dead 4, Rise of the Machines, God's Not Dead Do you guys want to do like a God's Not Dead marathon Electric later today? Godaloo. Do I ever? <laughs> Let's go crazy. We should do a Heaven Electric is for Reels. Electric I don't want to get, I don't want you to get away with having said that out loud you said and nobody Godaloo. hears it. <laughs> I did not hear that. So, so that's Pure Flakes. Also, the pastor in this movie, played by Alex Kendrick, who didn't direct this movie, but did direct Fireproof mm-hmm, with his back brother in the, in the early aughts with his brother. So you might be mixing up the Irwin brothers with the Kendrick brothers with honestly the Cohen brothers, the Cohen brothers <laughs> or the Russo brothers. Infinity War in theaters now. <laughs> but let's take a look at the trailer for this. Technically, it's a movie. Um, it's mommy soiree. Technically, it's this a is movie. mom's night out. It's it's rated PG. Huh? Rated PG, y'all. You don't say. Mm-hmm. What was it made a PG for? Is it toilet humor? Graphic misogyny. No, no, no. He's going to put that in his mouth and become one of the 400 estimated people that die from acute salmonella. Not put that finger in your... Where's where's he going to put it? Finger in your what? It's all going to be okay. Just give it five years. Put that finger in your butt. (laughs) Have you ever needed a break? Do something for yourself. I planned this mom's night thing for Saturday. You planned a mom's night? Yes, sister. Without my permission, what What's would you get? They could get maimed. I could lose both children. It's getting hot in here. You know how dads are bad at dealing with children? All dads? Their own children? Ladies, tonight is our night. And we look good. Slow-mo oh, scene, yeah. but oh, she breaks oh, the Angela Johnson. Bon Quiqui. Bon Quiqui. All over me. I'm getting a little angry and it's doing something ugly to your face. You know there's a joke when the music drops out. You're supposed to be watching our baby. Who has him? Bones. He's at the tattoo parlor. Who would bring a baby to a tattoo parlor? That's dumb. I know. This guy. Corbin Blue. (laughs) Is that who that is? No. Oh. (laughs) Get their hand stamped and they can't. Probably the director's son. I don't know. 
Bones, Bones, my baby. I called Caprice, and Caprice said she'd take him. Where's the van? Oh, I had tonight playing out differently in my mind. Get ready. We got a baby to find. Where? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the baby? I don't know. You'll never forget. Allie, it's me. Uh, just want to let you know that everything's going great here. We're all good. Um, you know that sound you've been looking for? Life is about finding the meaning and the joy and the purpose in all the chaos. As long as you stay at home. The thing with the drawings is real cute, though. Yeah. That they put a frame over it? Mm-hmm. Sean Astin. Patricia Heaton. Songs that make you think you're gonna live forever. It's funny. This has been the worst night ever. I honestly don't know how it could get any worse. Stand down! How dare you? My husband is passionate. Sir, for- he just came in here and started. Well, they gave away the best joke in the movie. That was an accident. Bad <laughs> trigger. I think trigger the best joke is it's when she tries to talk in the prison. <laughs> Here's the tragedy. Here's the tragedy of this movie. So Caroline and I did watch it together. Mm. I feel like after doing it with this, and I can only imagine, I don't want to watch it alone anymore. It's so boring alone. Yeah, it's a lot better with someone. I feel like it is. Usually I have Nate with me. Okay, well, I'll type if you want to watch the next one with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. We're really it trying right. to limit our days so we don't get sick of each so, other. For sure. Mom's Night Out opens with I am a mommy blogger. Okay. It's blog time. It's blog time. I am a mommy blogger. I am a mommy blogger. Which is ready, vaguely for some pearls sexual? Some coming at you right now. So go. I got three followers. <laughs> Yesterday I had four, uh-huh. so that's awesome. Does she not know how the internet works? She had four yesterday. Girl, you got to get you an Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, buy those bots, Allie. Get on it. <laughs> get your Google AdWords Oh, up. I was going to say, the tragedy of this movie is, I think, Patricia Eaton's kind of great in it. Yeah. Yes. In parts. She's kind of great. Yeah, it was kind of, oh, yeah, she's a professional. She's yes. been doing this well. Not that the other people aren't, but, like, mm-hmm. she's a real, she's yeah. real good. She, like, knows how to do comedic acting, you know? Sure. She's I think Sarah waste. Drew is a, is a professional. She's going to be Cagney in the upcoming Cagney and Lacey oh, reboot cool. on hey. CBS. Yeah. So there's that. Trace Adkins, I think, works pretty well. Mm. Trace Adkins, the biker? Yeah. He's Bones. Well, yeah, his He's Bones. great. He's great, right? I loved him. I liked him better, and uh, I can only imagine, actually. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of begins the the Irwin brothers' relationship with him. That he's kind of their Leonardo DiCaprio to their Marty Scorsese. Like yeah. they need each other. <laughs> they need each other for their projects. Before we go any further, though, sh- we should say, is which this, mom are we? Which mom are we? <laughs> you first. I'm a Sandra, obviously. Uh huh. I'm definitely Bones, you guys. I'm none of the moms. <laughs> That's and actually I'm right. Allie. Because <laughs> she's redhead and there's not enough. Honestly, let's talk about representation. Yeah. But I was going to say, do we think this movie is worth watching? Actually, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Okay. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. If you didn't have any other movies to watch. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's a Twilight option, Zone situation. It's still not a bad option. <laughs> yeah. You're like not doing that bad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Would you watch it with your mom? No. My mom. Actually, my mom would like this. Now that I think about it, cause she's a huge Everybody Loves fa- Raymond fan. Okay. So overall, like it was a fun watch. Yeah, it's fine. There it was, was fine. It's fine. It's there a was fine a, movie. There was a few. Par- 
I'm finding more and more that Caroline retroactively didn't enjoy the experience of watching it. <laughs> no, actually I did. I had fun watching it with you guys. Um, I was thinking about this today. Like, I think there were some high points and then there were some real low points. And so it's balanced out to just like, it was fine. Yeah. Well, I think once the antics were at their peak and Ugh. you saw, I think, six successive scenes of the three moms yelling at men at counters. Shrieking. Shrieking at, at men. At, now, I, I wouldn't say that because I don't think <laughs> women shriek or are shrill. This They were. Shrill is a very gendered like term to put on people. But man, were they shrill. Oh, it was gosh, a tough hang, right? It was right? just screaming all the time. And it was like. This could be funnier, you know? I just feel like a cop-out and mm-hmm. uh, not fun to watch. I wanted her to mess up the aura of that whole restaurant. Oh, I wanted yeah. that to happen. Well, I just wanted her to run in left. and be like, fire, or like something, and just screw the whole thing up. <laughs> just like, start eating people's food. Yeah. I don't know. I would have liked that. They went and went to Cafe Gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> I am that a is. mommy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the word of the day is mommy. <laughs> okay, if you had to sum up the message of this movie... In 10 words or less. Oh, man. 10 words or less. What's the message of the movie? As we see the arc, because the whole thing starts out with Allie. She's overwhelmed by her children, who are messy children. They are all healthy children. They're all, uh, they seem to yeah. like her a lot. Well, my what I took from the movie, just, just real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't judge a book by its handlebar mustache. You know? Hey. We're talking <laughs> so about... So loves Pinterest. Sure. Bones mentions he saw a picture of an eagle on Pinterest. And that was real fun. He is my f- second favorite character named Bones. He did kind of calm me down. Like when he came on and when he was talking to her, yeah. I was like, okay, this movie, I'm back on track. It, sound, it felt like a dad wandering on set like, guys, what are we doing here? Why are like, you guys yelling so you. much? It's all fine. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. Stop yelling. Brickle from I Can Only Imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he, yeah. Had, he had a very calming, very natural presence. He did. I think between him and Patty Heats, it's worth it alone just for their... Yeah, their stuff is pretty good. Patty uh, I was actually in for all the kooky side guy characters. Well, here's kooky another... DJ. Kooky oh, tattoo. Kooky DJ. Kooky cabbie. Uh, yeah. I didn't like kooky cabbie, but I do like not a fan of that kooky guy. tattoo guy. There was one more. Uh, yeah. Keep talking. Oh, there was kooky guy in the aisle at church that wouldn't let them in. Oh, yeah. What was oh, his and then problem? I was like the stoner who Bones beats up at some point. Stoner yeah, boner? Yeah. Remember that guy? Who's that? <laughs> I don't remember this guy. Uh, the guy that Bones goes back and punches. Who's, I don't know. Who's like the oh, last yeah. person yeah, to yeah, have yeah. seen the baby. I mean, That's we were right. talking over that stuff because it was just like... They went back and forth between six different setups, <laughs> five different times. Yeah, I really did lose track between on the, scenes and on stuff. The caper. So basically, it is just Mom's Night Out is watered down hangover. This whole thing was shot in Alabama. It was shot for five million bucks. They made ten point five million bucks. So it was successful when it came out <laughs> it in twenty fourteen. So well. It did double the budget. Yeah. So you know, Allison Allie, the mommy blogger, recruits her two friends. Like, we need a night out. We're all stressed. Where does she recruit them? A book club. Book club. With any people of color? No. No, no thank you. <laughs> Not In Alabama, Shocker. there's only white people. <laughs> and that book club a, had too a, many people. At a nice Christian lady book club meeting? For sure. It was creepy, though. It was something <laughs> it was that... Weird. It was I so mean, many people. And, and like, not even trying to make a statement or anything, but there's something now that is so... Anything post a yeah. certain year... If there's more than like 10 people and all of them are white, it's like, what are we doing? It's like now that we've all happened. seen Get Out, we're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's like a clan rally you're shooting. Here. Maybe they literally couldn't get any extras. I doubt it. But well, it, none of their neighbors, you know, were probably people of color. 
I it was it was upsetting. <laughs> Neighbors, son in laws, they kind of tapped out their whole network I mean, yeah, of, of friends yeah. and family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Their favorite waiter. Yeah. So Allison, she's trying to be a mommy blogger, so she recruits her two friends. Yeah, I guess she's having a hard out. time balancing mommy blogging and just general mommying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no, I, she's I afraid that she doesn't have anything to say. Oh, okay, that makes more well, sense. Well, she. Should she be. doesn't <laughs> because she does not she have might. anything oh, to say oh come on but uh, okay, you know, I will so say then... Sean, is, Sean Astin seems like a really good dad and it was weirding me out that it was like I don't like that in the trailer he's like you made a mom you scheduled a mom's night and he seems mad but like in the movie he's like holy shit you 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 scheduled a mom's night? Like he's really yeah, excited for her. Yeah, it's at first you think he's like upset about yeah. it. Yeah, but no, he's so he's <laughs> he works at the airport is what we decided. He works at Cinnabon at the airport. He just seems to go to the airport, come back from the airport, go to the airport. He has tubes of cinnamon. I know icing. he's an art- you know architect. You what's funny? But yeah, <laughs> is I was recently talking to somebody about because there's that whole RuPaul used to say the thing about like if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna love somebody else uh-huh. and people talk about a lot of people with um, like depression or anxiety talk about how that's actually kind of harmful mm. because it's difficult to like yourself sometimes if you have something like that and like yeah. the idea that until you do no one will love you is re- it makes it worse yeah mm-hmm. like you um, can't have a functional relationship right at all. and mm-hmm. I was I told somebody I was like I try to think of it like you have to put on your oxygen mask first before you can put somebody else's on ah. and then he said it in the movie and I was oh. like hey yeah. I say that sometimes yeah, so her husband, to her credit, was like, you need to take care of yourself. Like, go out, you know, so you can uh, then take care of our kids while I go to the airport for five minutes. <laughs> He's got to get those Cinnabons ready. <laughs> He's got to go in there and get He's out. He's working there with Saul Goodman. Security is big <laughs> yes. today. Uh, yeah. And so, okay, so there's her and then there's Izzy, smart girl, as we mentioned. Glasses. Mm. I think she's a teacher. They, um, but they do try to make this more cinematic by interspersing visuals infographics, mm-hmm. fun titles over every part like of cutaways. it. Yeah, little text message A lot of cutaways. Some of which Caroline pointed out are definitely stock photos. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. There was a stock photo at one point, like a kid with a magnifying glass. Yeah. Um, so Izzy is one of her other friends. Izzy, who's who, married to someone, like she's way out of her husband's league. She's oh, married to guy. David Allen Greer, founder of Netflix. That guy. <laughs> he was... He was weird. He was afraid of children, I yeah. think, was his thing. That's part of the being out of the league thing that I'm talking about. It wasn't, wasn't just like a, a commentary on his physical his appearance, physical appearance no, he but like, he's also like just like a screw up. Had nothing together His at third all. of three fears is children. <laughs> he's literally afraid of his own kids. What was it? Luchadors? Luchadors, bikers. Bikers. Children. And he had a real uh, movie, youth pastor comedy vibe to me. There is a youth pastor comedy vibe in a lot of the. There's a certain character type that they use over and over again, which is like overwhelmed Ooh, big oaf. guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> overwhelmed oaf. I guess basically, yeah, yeah like no say. grounding in any kind of reality, but is sort of funny. Sure, because he's just bumbling around. Um, so then the third friend is Sandra, and Sandra is the pastor's wife, mm-hmm. and I thought that was an interesting thing to put in there because she's. By all like appearances, looks really pulled together. <laughs> she's walking she's, through the she's church, head to toe chicos, y'all. I just think a little bit of Chanel. To- I think oh, she made a little Chanel money. Okay, okay. She had a jacket that was like, oh, okay. is that tweed? Oh, she was giving me a, a few Emily Gilmore vibes in some of the <laughs> oh, scenes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she's got like all matching she. sets, uh, and she's. <laughs> And she's got a rebellious teen daughter. It doesn't kind of matter. Who's not chill. rebellious at all? No, it was she really frustrating for me with her Christian boyfriend. Yeah, it was, it was fine. I found it frustrating. By the way, yeah. there are Christian raves, and yes, they are awesome. <laughs> if you guys haven't been, they're really cool. You get to do this. It's Have great. some caffeine pills, like yeah. my personal hell. Raves in general. 
Well, you haven't been to a Christian race. Where's so I can get really down know. with? Um, but uh, so Sandra, actually watching her made me most sad out of any of them because her whole thing is like she walks around. She has to say hello to every single person. She's giving out recipes. She's finding her husband, who is the pastor, like finding his notes. Like her life bummed me out a little bit just because and then the rest of the movie she's always like the person they're asking advice of and she has to sit down with each woman and like coach her through you know like it's okay to be a mess that kind of thing and And her advice is good but then I thought eventually like oh Sandra gets to like break down you know and someone takes care of Sandra a catharsis no no we just find out Sandra like had a tattoo and that's like her big secret It's really yeah, funny. Like, what? That part bothered me because I was like, you mean to tell me that her child has never seen her lower back? I know. That was weird to me, too. It was like, like at some I don't know point, if I've ever seen have. my mom's lower back. I'm sure at you did pool. when you were young. Yeah, when you're little. I would never look at the pool. I was not allowed <laughs> to look at the pool. We don't go near the pool. What? I'm still alive. I didn't fall in the pool. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm taking you to the pool. My favorite you part. You didn't like bathe with your parents at all as a child? No, I think I'm trying if to recall. you remember bathing with your parents, are you talking about naked bathing well, with your parents? Hold on. That's your parents Nike. did something bad. No, to no. You. Let me give you some perspective because <laughs> I have memories all the way back to wearing diapers. Dang. So I have like early, 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 early memories, and I do have a couple of memories of like showering of them, with my parents. Yeah. But I was oh. like little. Yeah. Anyway, it was weird that she'd never seen her mom's giant. I thought it was weird. tattoo of a yeah. head. They have this. Okay, even when your mom just bends over. Her, yeah. yeah. You're gonna see. You gotta something. get a look <laughs> at that. You gotta check that <laughs> out. Gotta get a gander. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm her son, but I'm human. <laughs> oh God. I'm flesh and blood over here. It's a real. It's getting uh, weird in here. It's a real mercy. Your Welcome mom to Mom's Month. <laughs> Welcome to Mom's Three month. more weeks of this. Bullshit. Kevin Horny for Moms. <laughs> what? <laughs> mom's well, not stamp. my mom, but um, somebody's talk. mom. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in a mom. Everyone, hey, somebody's. Mom. I look at a cute dad at Disneyland. You know what I mean? Sure. Hell yeah. Young dads are 100 percent my type. Yo, is Trace Ooh. Adkins yeah. a zaddy? No. <laughs> no. A zaddy. What? Oh man, it's a legit question. Zaddy <laughs> Jazz it up with Zatarans is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Zaddy Rans. Yeah. Okay. I did think there was a very profound and kind of cool moment. And I know Allie, like, she's got probably a pretty privileged life. But, you know, we all have our problems. And at one point, she's talking to her husband about the stress of her life and the kids and, the, like, whatever and the mess. And she just says, like, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like, whoa, that was, that was pretty cool that she was able to say that. And that's, like, a big thing. I don't know. I feel like I've talked to friends who've become moms or family and there there is days where you just like have to say I'm not happy and it's because of the the kids that I love. Oh, we kept joking the in the first half of the movie that we hoped that this movie kids. would end with the murder of one of her children. <laughs> yeah. Or when her husband comes home and she's locked in her room and the lights in are off. In the closet, yeah. Like her children would just be lying on the floor, tied up. And she's I like, put, I've put the children to bed. They're asleep I like it. She didn't reference the children. She's just like, I ate the whole bag of candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ate the whole bag. And he's bag. like, no, no, the kids are I dead. And she's like, bag. all of it. All I of it. All it's it all, yummy. Even the crummies. <laughs> Um, I do like that he doesn't he doesn't say because I think in a lot of situations if their relationship weren't maybe as strong or as healthy as it is he might have taken offense to that yeah and gotten angry at her or yeah or been like what do you have to complain about Mm -hmm. he's a secure man he's he's good he like supported her in that and I guess it was profound to me because 
there there seems to be a trend sometime in Christian movies or even just Christian culture where you can't ad- ever admit like you're not happy mm-hmm. unless you're grieving or about something or whatever. Like you're always supposed to have the joy of the Lord. Well, you this know? is and, what's fascinating about this movie yeah. because I feel like it brushes against profundity a few times. And then I agree. Kind of dances and away. Then <laughs> dances away to Gang of Style. <laughs> As was played at the bowling. So there's there's yeah. a scene where the girls go out. Uh, reservation gets they look so glam mixed by up. The way. Whatever uh, they can't get into the restaurant. Bonquique, you won't ruin the aura. Blah blah blah. And then they go to the bowling alley, and Allie's kind of pouring out her heart to Sandra, as mm-hmm. played by Patty Heats, and. She gives her, you know, some of it's kind of trite, but a lot of what she says is interesting. Look, Allie, life is not about a parking space. And I think that's cool. Ingrid Michaelson. <laughs> so much Ingrid Michaelson in this movie. So much movie. Ingrid Michaelson. Is Ingrid Michaelson say? She's a pastor. <laughs> She's a pastor. She's the new Beth Moore. <laughs> it's, it's not about God taking away all our problems and making everything perfect. Joel Osteen. It's about finding the meaning and the joy and the purpose in this, in all the chaos and the crazy. And it's knowing knowing that God is with you on the good days and the bad days. You know, does my faith give me that? Yes, it does. Am I always happy? No, that's a fantasy. Terrific. Yeah. And then they kiss. (laughs) (laughs) So, So that stuff is like, Wow, okay. Yeah. Almost countercultural to put in a Christian movie. Yeah, being a Christian doesn't mean you're happy. Like, some days are going to suck. You just kind of find, like, contentment in chaos, if that makes sense. That's kind of a hard idea, but it's interesting. And especially coming from a pastor's wife, the fact that they're not stereotyping her, that she's, like, all glammed up like a, a Tammy Faye Baker type or yeah. some sort of, like, caricature. Like that, the hair and the closer to God. <laughs> yes, and, and that's interesting. And then I didn't clip it out, but after that... You know, she, <laughs> Allison runs away, basically. She's like, all right, well, I've got what I need. And Patricia Eden says, thank you for inviting me tonight. You know, it's the first time anyone from the church has invited me to something like this. For first time in five years. And because she's such a good actress, I was like, oh, I would invite you out. I'm I know, sorry. me too. Yes. I'd be like, oh, we made a mistake. So that, that was another part that about Sandra that made me sad. Oh, and then they have, right after this, she has to remove these like empty beer bottles she's that a waitress the, left the by soldiers. accident. Yep. Yeah. Purely because she's worried about the appearance of having beer bottles on her table. And she's right because then some church lady sees her and gets super shocked and like angry about it. And that just made me sad too of like the expectations that are put on her. And she's like, oh, no, no, we can't have these here. And it's supposed to be funny. But for me, I was like, oh. There's also Bummer. this running joke um, with Sandra that she does like. They it, her text messages autocorrect to nonsense, and it's actually pretty cool because they make an interesting reference to the TV show Black Mirror. Ah, technology. Which, <laughs> which I thought was pretty subtle. Searing. It was searing. Yeah, dang. Just ouch. like Black Mirror. <laughs> Here's one of my saddest lines from the movie. Reading books is something I aspire to, but I have three kids, so. Yeah, I don't read books. <laughs> Reading books is something I aspire to. That bummed me out. Yeah, she's at I a mean, book club when she says that. When you got that many kids, just peeing in, in peace is something that you aspire Where to. Where would you have time? Peeing yeah. in peace. It's <laughs> the title of her mommy blog. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, there's just like a lot of chaos and antics I don't really care about. Yeah, recapping it wasn't at all. funny, honestly. It was just like, 
It sounds yeah. more, f- if we described it, it would sound more fun than it was played out. <laughs> yeah. It was, I was talking with Kevin about this and a lot of time watching these kind of movies that are like, not they're not completely bad, but something's off enough that like I'm trying to figure out what it is and I can't quite put my finger on it. Sure, and it's oftentimes like these invisible traits that you would never think about. Yeah, that I take for granted. That you take for granted any other movie. Like, right. like there's really obvious things like, oh, I think this person's a bad actor, or the lighting was weird. But then there's invisible things like the pace of the script, uh-huh. or the editing of a certain scene, or the staging and blocking. I actually yeah. think that this movie is paced really well. Really? I think it's. I think they shot... I think like the actual script, if I looked at the script, I'd be like, I would do this differently. But based on this, what I guess the script looked like, what I can assume it looked like, uh-huh. I think that it's edited really well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, say, I could say that from like a macro script level that that could be true. Yeah. There was some space where it slowed down mm-hmm. and then it kept moving along. Yeah. Like the jokes were timed pretty well. Like the pacing seemed to be yeah. like they understood what they were trying to do. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, we. I've never LOL'd sincerely at any of these Christian movies. And this I did half a dozen times. Yeah. Because Patricia Eden was bringing it when she slurring her words after she gets tased <sighs> by a amazing. cop. amazing they tased her. We also witness in this movie the height of white privilege, which is there's a long car chase involving all the characters in the movie. And then police brutality is indeed played for laughs at a certain point when Ooh. the cop is pointing a gun at one of the dads and saying, get out of the car while yeah. wacky score is playing in the background. Yeah, one of the dad is like not following directions right and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be funny and I'm like dang he would get shot if he was anybody else it's not good yeah and then we meet Bones Bones is uh I don't even know what his role is he works at the tattoo parlor or mm-hmm. something yeah there's just and he guys smokes. hang out there he doesn't want to smoke around the baby and he no? knows Sandra cool from Woodstock uh, reunion, reunion yeah. in 99 yeah, probably we find that out later. and he's not weird and this would have been a perfect place for them to be like yeah to hook up. we hooked up and I it know. was crazy. But uh-huh. instead he's like, Oh yeah, I remember you. You got a you got a cool tattoo. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> I never And then he's face. like, I found that eagle thing on Pinterest. And also, Jesus loves me, even though I I've I've kind of like come away from the faith. Like my mom told me that Jesus loves me no matter what. And I was like, look at this cute human. Yeah, he is cute. And you know, he's in a biker. This is at stitch. the police department when Allie is kind of having her dark night of the soul. Yeah. And then Bones just kind of lays it all out for us. You know, I saw something on Pinterest the other day. <laughs> an accent is all Bones. It was an eagle just caring for its young. <laughs> you know it's a beautiful means. thing to watch one of God's creations just I never quite understood the eagle symbolism. Yeah, the eagle is throughout the movie. It's lost on me, America. Yeah, <laughs> like, maybe. Just support the U.S. of A. Mother, that's enough. mother country. Y'all spend so much time beating yourselves up. It must be exhausting. How does he know this? Let me tell you something, girl. I hacked your Facebook. Yeah, like he's got a voice like that. I doubt your blog. Lord made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Giving your kiddos the mama he did. Oh. Sing me to sleep, Sadie. <laughs> so you just be. Biting your you. lip. Shh. <laughs> He'll take care of the rest. Kevin's touching his chest right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> How He's dare wiping you? sweat from his brow. No. I would. I would never. And oh. a tear. So Trace Adkin, what happened in that scene? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really sweet. I don't want to move on before we talk about 
the weird gender roles that are played out where it's so crazy that the dads would take care of their own kids. Also, that Izzy takes 47 pregnancy tests, (laughs) is pregnant, (laughs) doesn't tell him because she thinks he'll cry. Yeah. Like y'all. Whoa, Y'all what's love. going on? And the thing is, they've I done it before. They right. had kids they before. Have children. Yeah, that she was says a he'll weird end up thing. crying in the fetal position like last time. And I just kids. don't understand if y'all don't want any more kids. <laughs> lock it just up. use birth control. <laughs> any kind. Any kind control. at all. Hey, just pick one. A yeah. connection between this and a quiet place, right? <laughs> There's a one point where Sean Aston is talking to his wife who's about to go out on her night, her one night out, which apparently she hasn't done in forever. And he's like, no, I'm babysitting tonight. You have fun. And I'm like, it's not not babysitting babysitting if you're taking care of your own kids. You're being a dad. Like, that was one of the biggest jokes that these dads, these man-childs, like, would take care of the kids. And, like, what crazy stuff is going to happen? And crazy stuff does happen. That's the thing. It's not like they super have it locked down. Like, they lose a kid, and one kid gets his head stuck in something or whatever, and they have to call her dozens of times. And she has to, like, come to the rescue for them. Like, it, it really does go bad. And it's like, well, what are we telling each other at this point? Yeah, I don't like the fact that, like, they should be able to abandon their phones. That should be how that went. And then they should have come home and been like, everything's great. Yeah. Like, that's how that should play out. And if these men were such newbies with the babysitting game, why would they take them to Chuck E. Cheese? Like, keep them in the house. Keep it locked down. I mean, those moms need to take those dads to Cuck E. Cheese. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Whoa. This is the closing monologue of the movie. My life needs to change for me to be happy. So much angry Michelson. That would be... Is this her again? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. She's Louise. Cut truth, some, like bulk deal. My life hasn't changed much at all. They shop for Ingrid Michaelson licenses at Costco. <laughs> wow, thank you. True. I'm not smiling all the time. But it's my fault. I am smiling more. Smiling at the little things. At my crazy, stressful, over the top, kind of beautiful life. It's actually a great song. False. I am a failure. In a great movie. Yes. (laughs) Very, very false. False. I'm not perfect. I make plenty of mistakes, but I am right where God wants me to be, and he has given me everything I need to be a mom. Okay. I'm a mess. But I'm a beautiful mess. I'm a lover. I'm, a I'm his masterpiece. I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm his masterpiece. And that's Emphasis on the master. So she becomes so. A, a mommy blogger, and then that—that's not the exact last scene of the movie. The last last scene of the movie is them at the bowling alley, where then they all dance. No, wait, the with their kids but you and guys, their family. Those baby bowling shoes are real cute. <laughs> They're so cute. I got. When they put two I literally out loud was like. <gasps> two baby bowling shoes the ending of this movie is not something in my life is maybe needs to change maybe i should get out more maybe i should have another opportunity whatever no it's i've been wrong to be unhappy Uh, with my life Mm -hmm. i need to change me well the number one problem in this country along with political correctness is people not taking responsibility for their own actions (laughs) they want the government 
to do everything <laughs> for them or their husbands who they are partners with in a covenant marriage mm-hmm. to do everything to step for in. them Come on. and help at all, which honestly, <laughs> it's like, get over it. Pull yourself up by your little baby's bowling, <laughs> bowling shoe bootstraps. <laughs> by your Velcro straps. That's right. So yeah, the fact that, and it's so easy too. It's like two lines because you could say all that stuff like, oh, I, I had a rough perspective, but then there's like a meeting in the middle. like, And yeah. then my husband and I decided, because it was established before in the movie, he has a night where him and his friends- Go play uh, video games. Play video games. So you could have two lines in the movie and now we're going to have a night every Saturday where yeah. we yeah. it's like all right that yeah. would have been great and show a little out. show a little like like MOS shot of the women at at that restaurant yeah like finally getting their dinner time. no hanging out with Bon Quee Quee this took my breath away that after all of this after we see their plight and like how hard it is and I really think it is hard like it's really hard to do what yeah. they do all the time and then they just basically say like nope you should have stayed at home or if you're gonna go out bring your family because that's your job and and I understand, like, yes, having a better perspective for your situation. But with her, I was like, yeah, let's throw a little compromise in there or some kind of, like, shared participation. It was so easy. But all they did was, like, no, I should I should lean in more to this situation, basically. It, well, I, I didn't take away entirely that it was, like, lean in, but rather, like, I need to accept that some days I'm unhappy because what was happening was she was stressing herself out over being unhappy. And then Mm -hmm. when she accepted like some days were going to be bad, it helped her stress less about it, which is, I think that's a good point. Something important. Yeah. But it it wasn't they there was so much more that like two more lines in there and you've got the whole movie wrapped up nicely instead of just that one little piece. Because I didn't feel like there was much of the like. For a Christian movie, mm-hmm. they didn't hit it that hard. Right. And so it was like, I, I kind of felt like they, they shoehorned it in a couple places instead of it all being like... Right. It wasn't like, all women should be stay-at-home moms yeah. or whatever. No. They weren't saying that. This was obviously right. her choice. It's what she wanted. She said it was her dream her whole life. You know. Here's what, I would, great. Here's what I would Which say. I to. Is I feel like the movie was not written by misogynists, by people who hate women, by people... Not at all who think feminists are a joke, but it might have been written by complementarians. And not to dog on one theology or theological, complementarianism versus egalitarianism. Complementarianism is the idea that men and women are equal, but men and women have different roles within that equality. So Mm. like men are leaders and heads of the household, et cetera. And egalitarianism is the idea that men and women are equal. And they could take no whatever asterisks. role, yeah. depending on whatever they want. So it's like, maybe Got they're it. the breadwinners, or maybe it's the husband, but it's kind of arbitrary. The- and there's lots of little breakdowns in between there. Sure. sure. And it, by the way, if you're listening, you're a complementarian, that doesn't mean you believe all this stuff in this movie. But I see how, like, it's clearly not, oh, super misogynistic and super messed up, no, but no, no. it is a little bit. And that little bit will ultimately and culturally go a long way in mass when you see it here and then you're also hearing it at your church and then you also see it reinforced in this part of culture this part of like quote-unquote secular culture all of it taken as a whole will create this idea of value in men and women's minds that is not explicit but is subtle over time where like oh yeah you should watch the kids right and then Uh without even like sean astin as a character and as that guy that guy in real life probably doesn't even second guess the thought or examine like Oh, wait, no. Why would I just get a video game night? Like, it's probably not malicious. It's just, yeah, until you just think about it mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a second. Yeah. I did think that Sean Astin's character was 
kind of lovely. Sure. Like I, I really felt like he, despite being like a little bit of a, a TV commercial husband, yeah. like they all yeah. are, like, where it's so, like you know how they're bad with kids. Yeah, yeah. Honey, what are you everything? cooking in there? Yeah. I only like tools and hanging out with my buds <laughs> yeah, and drinking like a was, beer. It was unfair to men in that way too. Of yeah, like they're all sucks. too dumb to like take care of kids. It's like that's not but true. Yeah. The one that is that she tells to grow up is the one that's got them all sleeping hey. on the couch at the end. Yeah, like, I don't know if you guys remember this. This was another kind of subtle thing that to me reinforce some of that role stuff. But yeah. at the very end, Sean Aston, like as a comfort to her, is like, remember, the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world, which is like an old saying of basically, you know, mothers rule the world mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, and he read it on her blog and she was like, you read my blog? Like what a low bar for your husband to read your blog. You passively like, oh supported my, my passion and venture. <laughs> yeah, my <one laughs> The thing only thing I do other than outs- raise your Outside of kids. motherhood. Yeah, sure. <laughs> your monster kids. That dance off at the end was pretty tight though. <laughs> Um, but, but I actually me, didn't watch the dance off. I turned it off from the credits roll because I had to get here. So I, oh, what yeah. are we even talking about? You don't. You don't even. You saw that's a different so movie. That's so key to the movie. That is. The, <laughs> that's, that's the movie. The key. Heart. That's uh, the heart of the movie. But anyway, I found him saying that phrase to be um, one of those things that's like supposed to wink at women and being like you're so powerful but still relegating them to a certain role. Like that thing, that phrase. It's like happy wife, happy life. Like, she controls me because uh, I'm so scared of her anger. She'll <laughs> shriek at me, you know, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And She'll and talk like, to me. If I keep her happy, yeah. yeah, she won't rock the boat or anything or, yeah. like, make make things difficult or whatever. Yeah, which, yeah. Maybe I'm reading into it too much, but just I to say, like. I think you are. Uh, yeah, I'd be like, oh, but remember, moms are, they're the ones with the real power, Hell so yeah. stay there, you know? I was like, uh. Moms can turn on their laser vision and fuck your shit up. <laughs> Listen, moms are amazing. All moms are X-Men. We all know <laughs> That's that. That's true. That's true. It's like going to one of those weddings and the guy officiating is saying to the groom, now, dude, whatever you do, always apologize. Even if you don't know what it's for, yeah, always apologize. That kind of stuff. Whereas, like, she's unreasonable. It's, that so feels just, all of one piece. Yeah. yeah the with, cake toppers that have, like, the the bride dragging oh, the groom. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those so exist. Much. Oh yes. yeah, it's like a common little funny thing in now, the gay community or in the queer community. There's a lot of like pictures of things like that that say like, "Are straight people okay?" What's going on? Man, I gotta get on right? queer true. Tumblr more. You do. You know, you don't have to get married. There's Tumblr's <laughs> the gayest place on earth. Is that true? I think so. <laughs> uh, well, let's get to our final thoughts about the movie. I care this way that's I appreciate you. The way this works is we give it a holy toast or a holy roast. We give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Holy toast, we're sending Mom's Night Out to Heaven. Heaven Or holy roast. Sorry, moms. At least for this week, you're going to hell. If we vote that way. We don't know if we will or not. Let's not make any snap judges. But we start with you, Caroline. Hello, Kevin. Um, (laughs) Hi. Hi. I uh, I was thinking about this today, and I think actually right after the ending happened, I was so mad about the message of, you know, stick to what you're doing and just be happier mm-hmm. um, or just accept it. I would have probably given it a roast at the time, but upon thinking about it today, I would like to give it the space between. <gasps> oh, I'm with you. Yeah. The space between. purgatory. <laughs> because... Uh, there were some good jokes in there and there was some stuff that made me laugh. And um, 
I felt like it was a, a really good effort as far as like, Christian movies go. And I found it entertaining at points. And they did get some good actors. And Patricia Heaton is great. Yeah, it wasn't like an all bad experience. It wasn't a great comedy by any means, like mm. Blockers. But uh, <laughs> it was... It was just like you're right, <laughs> true. <laughs> but it was it was like pretty funny, and we had a good time kind of watching it and joking around. Yeah. But that said, I feel like the the message at the end really like kind of sent it down the toilet a little bit for me. Like all the work that they did to humanize and to like empathize with the plight of this mom really just yeah it was kind of undone a little bit mm-hmm. once and, again uh, our people are marginalized <laughs> but but that's it i think this so movie sorry. Uh, so sorry. is good and i i'm not a mom but i feel like a lot of people would see themselves in this movie and appreciate that there was like a portrayal of motherhood like this where you don't have everything together and it's okay and you're still a christian and you're doing your best and like stay at it and i think that's good mm-hmm. so happy mother's day a space between space from between. caroline we turn it to tybee I agree. I think I give it a space between. Mm, okay. I'm closer to Holy Toast. That's fine. Because I think it's an enjoyable film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really, I'm not here for the God part. So if I enjoyed it and it <laughs> made me true. feel something nice. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of God stuff. There wasn't. Now that I think about it. I mean, but they the made God it church. that was but, there, yeah. I didn't feel entirely alienated from. Yeah, like, I was good. like, oh, this is still nice. Yeah. So... I actually, you know what? I actually might give it a holy toast. <gasps> holy Ooh. toast! She convinced herself. Yeah. Holy toast! toast. Nice. I can talk myself into anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, in order, before I give my final rating, I'm gonna quickly, quickly revive an old segment we have on this show called "Plug It In, Plug It In." Oh yes, plug it in, plug it in. This is the review of the movie from Plugged In Magazine, which is. An extension of Focus on the Family, a super conservative, super right-wing, super Christian organization. My that favorite kind of org. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Next to C. Um, <laughs> shouts out, Ron. Uh, so they break everything down in terms of like violent, spiritual content, positive elements, negative elements. So I'm going to read sexual content for this movie. <laughs> and then I'm going to read part of the conclusion. I won't read all of it. So... Right off the bat, they gave it four and a half out of five plugs. So high. So high. <laughs> it was better than so many movies that came out. Sexual content. Zoe shows her mom a pair of skimpy shorts she hopes to wear on a date. Sandra quickly nixes the idea. Allie and Sean kiss. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hubba, again, hubba. Again, it's all white dudes in their 40s that are like, how do I describe this teenage girl's clothing? <laughs> Zoe shows her mama's care. Okay. So the conclusion of this, I'll make this short. The result is a pratfall-filled night of calamity that's a refreshingly clean take on the cinematic chestnut. From its parade of pitch-perfect performers to its goofy char- car chases. Help me out with this one, guys. To its geyser of goo-free giggles. <laughs> what? This version, well, what? sparkles. It laughs with I Love Lucy like charm at the sometimes stressful inanity of child rearing and married with kids' family life. But it also takes time to gently recognize how God's ham in an average mom and dad's world can make all that craziness oh so much easier to deal with, certainly much more meaningful and rewarding. In fact, this pick works so well that I've got a feeling mom's night out will make many a real-world date night or a girl's getaway into a chuckle-worthy time while keeping sweet thoughts of the kids right there at the heart of things. You know who else's geyser is also goo-less? That's me? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, 
Yeah. I'm uncomfortable. Virgin champagne goo party free. one. What does goo free mean? I guess it mean like dirty. Like, yeah. If you worry, there's gonna be a lot of jizz in this movie. <laughs> Don't <laughs> which, worry. Which I was. All when too often, the jokes are drenched out. in jizz. It's not mom's like night it. in and out. It's just mom's <laughs> night out. I get goo free. Goo free. Guys are goo free chuckles. I don't understand. Dang. So I think a person wrote that line and they were like, ha, this is it. Yeah. Maybe. They were like, ooh, yes. it's nice. It's possible it's a typo, <laughs> but I did look at it. I mean, it's it's on the website. So anyway, this They all, loved it. This all felt like what is a female comedy that a man would make. And to be fair, there is a female screenwriter, but it feels like what would be funny and what is funny. Like I enjoyed when they were just at the bowling alley 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 talking to each other having meaningful conversation and like you know just interacting and bouncing off each other patricia uh-huh. heaton gets to be funny but then it gets so amped up it's like it's like that judd apatow thing where it's like he's the one that said oh put in a scene where they're all vomiting and crapping in bridesmaids yeah. but it's and, and again it feels like that it feels like that kind of note where it's like uh yeah that's for ladies but what do, what do i want to say here and who knows who had how much authority mm-hmm. and or authorship i should say it, in each part of the movie it did feel like every character was like dialed way up to 10 a lot of the time and there was no like straight person you I know there was no like, like izzy was anything izzy was not she's, there. she's nothing <laughs> she's barely even but she is part of the movie? yelling i suppose oh, yeah, but I yeah I'm giving it a space between two because I think wow, this is the okay. this is the second best Christian movie we've seen. What's your first best? I can only imagine. <laughs> it's it's not as good as I can only imagine. Is it? Uh, no. Right. Well, well wait. Are you? Do you want to give holy toasts to like the the tip top things? Uh, it's just like if we. It's, it's very pretty subjective. arbitrary. Yeah, as we've seen in the last few weeks. Extremely it's pretty so. arbitrary. It's kind of just like what we enjoyed. <laughs> We yeah. had a good time with it. Word. Yeah. Yeah, because I think I gave toast to Imagine. Yeah. And I think also as long as like the message wasn't extremely uh, problematic. We're like, eh. It was subtly problematic, though. And I want it again. And maybe that's worse. But again, it's like, how much are we going to play problematic police on every single thing? Yeah. On this well, show? And to me but too, it is good I'm to like, talk about. Eh, this is a comedy. I don't expect them to uh, really nail yeah. the dramatic. Yeah, women here. are dumb and they're not going to care anyway. <laughs> is that what you said? not going to notice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have time to read books. Yeah. You can't even get they a book in their dumb noggin. So I, this might be our first majority vote that we're. This is the first. We're sending space it. Space between. To. The space between. But we're not the final word on this. You're the final word, dear listener. Go to at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter. You can give it a holy roast, holy toast, or put it in the space between. So get out there and... Pokemon, go to the polls! And we'll be right back <laughs> with more good Christian fun. Which mom is Hillary? Sandra. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's, she's bones. No, she's Bridget. The messy bitch. <laughs> I liked Bridget. Me too. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. 
Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome back to Good Christian oh, Fun. Oh gosh, Tyvee, thank you for hanging in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to a den of sin. We should we should apologize to our guests more, Caroline, for what they well, have to. That's what a real bad girl says, sin. right? We man, should, that was great. I think I think Caroline's hit on something really important. I think now we should call it the place where we record wherever it is the sin den. Like you know, Bill O'Reilly had his no spin zone. Well, you're in the sin den, you little. You're in the extra sin zone. <laughs> that's better the extra you're in the extra sin zone i'm telling you i have a knack for coming up with names like mm-hmm. this 30 uh, seconds to heaven have I, have I told you i'm gonna start a clothing line guys it's time once again for the hunt for the worst christian song of all time the worst. <laughs> is that john ralph yeah the second part was he started a band <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben yeah, Schwartz sure. is doing weird stuff right now. <laughs> no, Ben. So the contender, the current champion for the hunt for the worst Christian song of all time, is a song called "Dear Slim" by oh, KJ52. So, like we failed to point out last week, this is done basically in the same format as Stan. Right, Eminem song. Which is Eminem's right. well-known Which is song. why he says, "I'm my name's not Stan. Yeah, he, he makes it clear in case someone was confused. Guys, I'm not Stan. That's another Wait, song by I'm the sorry. guy I'm talking Can to. Can you be more clear? Can you say, I'm not Eminem because... I'm also not Eminem and I'm not Stan. Here's some other people I'm not. I'm not Tony Bennett, still alive. I'm not Dean Martin dead. I'm not Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> He's a monk. And now <laughs> and I'm, I'm a bringing Christian. the funk. <laughs> and I'm a Christian. <laughs> Tybee, what did you make of this song? I think that the best way to convince someone sure. to to come to your side of something is to make is to insult them. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. Which he does in this song. So I the think it's way. A+. Plus. No, um I hate this song very much. <laughs> okay. okay. I think it is um awful. I okay. think it Can is you be one, more specific? not good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As a song. Yes. Just but did you up. get those la-las in your head? La, 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 la,
I don't think that it's well written. The way he says CDs in that one part, <laughs> it's like the emphasis is weird. Like he just doesn't even know how words work at all. Yeah, sure. It's poorly written and uninteresting and also insults Eminem um, in order yeah. to try to bring him into the light. And um, But because he cares about him. As a person who grew up in the South and got asked to come to youth group a lot, um, Did you get that sensation when we asked you to do the podcast? Not at all. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. It'll be fun. Uh, we'll watch a movie. You know, we'll have cookies. Yeah. It's actually really cool. <laughs> I didn't get that sensation okay, at all, but I, I do. Um, I do get that sensation from this song. Sure. Yeah. There, where it's like it feels passive aggressive. It does. Right? It feels very passive aggressive. I would have rather he had like been aggressive. <laughs> Just be aggressive, aggressive. Just say insult. You're a hack, <laughs> you know, whatever. But when it's couched in like this, I care about you. You seem like you've changed. Also, you're not as good as me, but I'm praying for you and your yeah. family. I used to get mad when people compared me to you, but then this kid told me that he threw out your CD yeah. and decided to get my album. And I'm like, Ty. Um, Ooh, also, weird brag. Jesus. Like, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? And also, about? Uh, the Lord. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it should have gone one way or another. Like, either yeah. be, you know, be tough on him, bring the yeah. hammer, or just be kind and compassionate yeah. and, like, talk about God. And you know, I don't know. It was to weird. To play the Lord's advocate for a hot sec. Okay. A, hot, a really hot Just sex. the hottest Woo! of sex. Seconds. <laughs> plural is sex. That's the only sex I'm into. It's plural of sex. Seconds. Is the fact that it is possible that KJ52 was legitimately concerned. Eminem, uh, there's some issues. He does bad stuff. There's some misogyny. Sure. Yeah. There's some violence. Yeah. Bonnie some and Clyde 97, come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that shit's For messed sure. up. And he's, you know, he's got a few screws loose, if you ask me. For yeah. sure. I listen to some of that stuff. I'm like, buddy. So it is possible that KJ52 is like, oh, this is messed up. And it's possible that he thought this was the best way to get through to yeah, him. Yeah, I guess that's I'm the sure problem. Like, is this the avenue? Uh, it's not. Or, I'm sure that lots of people who do this this exact same way think that they're doing it the right way. Yeah. I think he is probably, yeah, like his intention probably is from a sense of care, but also a sense of weird superiority that just really yeah. is weird when you're such, I don't know, even just... Not that it matters a ton, but even just your stature in the rap world is so wildly off balance that it's like, who do you think you are? What are you doing? And he's like, even though this is a song, you'll probably never hear it. Like, it's like, like yeah, he Eminem won't. listens to all the songs on Earth <laughs> about him. Like, even though this is a song, he's probably not going to listen to it. <laughs> I got a message for you, but um, you'll. It doesn't matter. I'll shut up now. But if I don't, here's what I'll say. But I would tell you, insecure. And self-righteous <laughs> in one go is like a real Hail Mary. Like, I don't even understand. It's not that hard. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're the same in some ways. So, guys, I have two contenders, two, two? challengers. We're going to listen to both songs. We're not going to listen to both. Oh. I'm going to give you an option. Oh, okay. I'm going to give you a one-word preview of both songs. <laughs> and you tell me which one you want to go with. Baseball. Or... Parody. 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 Easy. Uh, That's an easy yes for me on parody. I want to hear baseball eventually, but I was This is Is it a parody of a song I know? Yes. Okay, Tyler. This is The Real Sin Savior by Apologetics. Oh, no. May I have your repentance, please? May I have your repentance? Will you tell him, save me, and please stand up? I repeat. Will you tell him save me and please stand up? Will you tell him save me? We're gonna have the problem here. 
Y'all act like you never seen a nice person before Y'all are hoping the Lord You're paying a tongue that's just thirsting for more Started looking around, searching Cause you're uncertain, you're sure You know where you're going eternally If you return to God, oh wait, no wait We're sinning, we couldn't get saved with all the things we did Can we? And Dr. J says Nothing you did is such a grave sin It cost Dr. J, is that Jesus? Yep Ticka, 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 he's crazy I'm sick of them born again Walking around asking if you know God Speaking and you know who Yeah, but there's no proof though Yeah, I probably got a couple of you who think I lack proof but no worse than what's going on in America's classroom Sometimes I want to get on TV and just spread the truth but can't But the school can tell me we come from evolution My mama loves a fish, my mama loves a fish And if we're monkeys you might as well forget original sin And that's the message that we deliver to little kids And expect them not to question on their own if God exists Of course they're gonna wonder if the Lord's fake by the time they're fourth grade They got the Easter Bunny and Santa, don't they? We ain't shining examples Well, some of the scandals are caused by people posing as evangelists But if Jesus loved his enemies and Pharisees And there's a reason that you can't get another chance and believe but if you feel a slot chill, I got the antifreeze This is not a fantasy, it's important and it's free I'm sitting freely by Christ for real, baby It's a wonder he saved me and just didn't hate me So won't you tell him, save me, please stand up Please stand up, please stand up Yes, I've been crazy, yes, I've been real shady I always wanted him to save me, but just didn't say it So won't you tell him, save me, please stand up Please stand up, please stand up Will Smith don't got a discussion about the salvation Should well, keep I going? He's not even on the beat too. a lot of the time care if he likes my parodies? You kitties won't even look at me, let alone stare at me. But Jay, why don't we pray? Wouldn't we be weird? Why? Would you guys reach across your split with your peers so you could live in fear the next 60 years? This ain't imaginary, better get prepared. The price of sin, yes, it costs you daily with death first. When that part is over, if you ain't saved, it gets even worse. Little chance will put me now on MTV. Yeah, it's true, but I think he'd scare all the kids. Wee wee. I said that was one out of the John 3 3. It shows the whole world how they need born again to be free. I'm singing you little girls and boys spoofs. All you do is ignore me. Though I have been sent here to inform. And there's a million of us just like me, you just like me, we're just like triple fudge ice cream, we're just quite sweet. Watch the old X93, you just might see, you just like him, you're not quite me. I sit freely, but Christ will still save me from a hundred temptations and death sin and Hades. So Hades! Save me, please stand up, please stand up, please stand up. He's my sin shame, yet I've been healed lately. Got the phone for gave me from messing with Satan, so won't you tell him, save me, please stand up, please stand up. But I'm only giving you things you thought about in your okay. head. Oh my god! Listen, I got one thing to say about this song. Okay. It's a solid parody. <laughs> Pretty good. <sighs> That's the thing. Okay, so we haven't talked about this band on the show before. There's a band called Apologetics. is the closest thing in Christian music to a Weird Al Yankovic. They take every song, every hit song from like the 90s on and turn into a Christian parody mm-hmm. that's like about the Lord or something, <laughs> uh, including... Um, <laughs> Somebody once told me the Lord is not your roadie. You ain't the star, so do it yourself. What? I said, look, it's kind of dumb. If there's things that I need done, it's a shame not to call on the Lord's help. Start coming and they don't stop the prayers coming. start through the rules and I think I found something didn't make sense not to get more done I pray real hard cause I have a missing show what the deuce and not to see so what's wrong we're all with dancing and we're asking. all dancing you better go into loop bro wow if you don't know pray now it's a lost start get your day on way pray now get a jump start get a move on get faith
They bum me out because in an alternate life, I'm I'm this lead <laughs> And I know that's true. Here's the deal. Pray now it's a lost art. That's Parody, excellent. Parody's down to the syllable rhyme Very good. of the secular version of the song. There Just is pray now. Pray now. pray now. Pray now. <laughs> oh, God. He's Tell him been, save me. And sitting down for Y'all a long act time. like you never seen a nice person before. Y'all act like you never seen a nice person before. I like that. Because <laughs> I haven't. I've never seen uh, a nice person. He name drops Will Smith here. Woo! Well, that's in the real song. Is it? It's Will Smith don't got a cuss in his raps to sell records. Well, I do. So fuck him and fuck you too. We all Ooh. knew that. I knew that. Yeah, I knew that too. Yeah. Huh. I watched that Defiant Ones documentary. I wrote that in my journal. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it in my prayer journal. Will Pray Smith now. don't. It's gotta, a lost art. So what they say is Will Smith don't got to discuss the Christian path to salvation. Well, I do. It affects him. It affects you too. You think I give a care if he likes my parodies? Wow. So okay, maybe this is like care. this is like a, a, a way to maybe this is too oversimplifying it, but just gut reaction, the man or team of people who wrote this song versus KJ five two. Which one do you want to have dinner with tonight? Parody boy. KJ five two. Whoa. <laughs> because I think I would get in an argument with the parody yeah. boys. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, I think I think th- there was something Why? in there. There were some lyrics in there, and I'm trying to remember which ones they were. Oh yeah, like oh it was like what's the classroom? Pr- and stuff. No, yeah. it was the the one about like what what about proof? Oh like, yeah, show me proof though. Hmm. Um, and I'm like, <sighs> and yeah, the classroom stuff about evolution. Like mm-hmm. we gonna get in a fight, and I don't want to have that fight. Yeah, evolution is a recurring target in Christian music. Evolution's dumb. And you can't believe in it if you believe in Jesus. Evolution's out. Yeah, like it's so crazy. Yeah, it, you, it, it, it's incompatible. That. And I think it. Well, I think that really upsets a lot of people because it affects their kids and like what their kids are learning. And for some reason, he says it in this song: "If you believe in evolution, you also don't believe in original sin. So you can't have both." You know, it's like eh, you probably could if you wanted to, like if you really needed to. And also, maybe you don't. I can get behind a song that's like. Eminem, you're fucking it up. I can't get behind that song. I can't get behind a song that's like, people who believe in evolution are stupid. Like, no, yeah. I don't want to talk to you at all. Oh, so to you, that issue is a little more of a fulcrum point than mm-hmm. the, oh, interesting. Huh. I think that the parody is a better song. Yeah. But I think that, well, Stan, the, Stan the, is also kind of know, a parody. In also, a Dear Slim <laughs> is also a parody. Slim. Back to back. Um, but yeah. I think that Dear Slim at least like, it's ill-advised, <laughs> but not inflammatory towards anybody but Eminem. And like, Eminem I'd argue, can take a hit. I'd argue it's most inflammatory towards KJ52. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cell phone. Two, yeah, kind of. It's kind of a cell phone. No, it is. That's why I'm like, KJ, do you need me to buy you dinner? Oh, yeah, he does self-own because he's like, no one listens to his songs. The last two (laughs) verses are about how his album hasn't sold very well. (laughs) It's really interesting. He really turns the microscope on his... I'm going to say the parody is worse. Almost because I haven't read enough of the lyrics to be sure of what's in here. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I I think Dear Slim is worse. Just because I'm annoyed by it more... Than I am. That's fine. The real sin savior, because the real sin savior, there's the at least some. Sin savior. I, <laughs> see, 
funny. It's funny. Like there's some um, uh, uh, modicum of of technical excellence with yeah. even if it's all nonsense. There it's is, like there is you some guys... precision with the execution, yeah, and they I worked it out. That. Yeah, they worked it out. I think it's a better song. But I would rather have dinner with you. Didn't ask because you asked That's me who I'd rather have dinner with, That's and true. the answer is KJ fifty two. But if you're asking me which is a which yeah. is the worst Christian we're, song, we're, we're voting which is the worst Christian song between the two: Dear Slim or The Real Sin Savior. Which is the worst song? Tybee. Sin Savior. Sin Savior. You say Sin Savior, no. Caroline. I don't know. Wait. What do we mean by worse? Honestly, whatever I wanna, you want it to mean. I want to hear Sin Savior again, so I'm going to put that one in the worst. Well, how do you I'm vote, I'm allowed Tybee? to game the system. Sure. What was your vote? I haven't voted yet. I want to know what your vote is. I'm saying Dear Slim's the worst. I'm less um, charmed by it. Even though there's regressive anti-evolution nonsense probably in this song, I'm I'm like, all right, Dad, you you did it. You that was kinda, fun. All right. I'm yeah. with you a little bit. Uh, I... <laughs> Maybe this will help sway your vote. Let me read a few other... Um, <laughs> titles living what jesus spoke of <laughs> stay in the light <laughs> you booked me all along that's you shook me all night long yeah. i don't i don't know about you that booked me all. found god not hound dog found you, you ain't, ain't found god. nope no absolutely did not. you write these though did Are I? you a part of this maybe, band? Maybe this is the multiverse. Oh, dang. I am this man. Yeah. This is endless. <laughs> I love give it. me some more. Just give me, just feed them to me. We should do these on the show. This oh, is, yeah. This is confiscated. Uh huh. I can't imagine uh-huh. where this is going. That's the way it is. Because you have to make the intros as long as the real song. They're committed to the art. Chill out, what you're jealous for. Lay back, King Saul, you've won the war. And if you would only let him be, you would see. David, move the way you are. Getting weird and driving him too far. This? Talking to a medium. It's stupid dumb. Somebody else. Is this about Bathsheba? You're under attack with troops turning back. You probably had your fault. Tell me why you have to go and make things so tough for David. Wow. Let me just say this. Hell no. This is what. for David. If I were sent to hell, my people don't believe in hell. See you there. I definitely don't believe in hell. But if there were one and I was sent there, mm-hmm. that's what's playing. <laughs> it's not quite it's Avril like kids bop versions of songs <laughs> and these Christian parodies of songs. What about the Bible countdown? <laughs> oh, now I'm in heaven. Wait, I like this one. Wait, 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 wait. The Bible countdown. The Bible countdown. To be fair, it would also have like youth group songs from Nifty, like Jewish youth group songs. Oh, because they're annoying. They're okay. annoying. I sing I them to my brother's youth group songs. Oh, girl, 
Oh, oh girl. Yeah. That's the first one. Oh, girl. I need to look that up. But it's like, it's like acoustic guitar. This is all from like the late 90s. Oh, yeah. But like acoustic guitars and like Americanized Hebrew. Oh. So it's like, Mo, Da, Ani, Like it's just like not really sounds like it doesn't sound like Hebrew at all. I'd sing it to my brother to piss him off sometimes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Guys, oh my gosh! This is called. What's it called? Oh my god! I'm just gonna let it play because it's something it'll be the Paul? first. No, it'll be the first words. Oh, closing time. Okay, but it's not called that. I know. I got it. Clothing time. Clothing time. <laughs> it's called clothing. Time. That's going on. Modesty? That's happening in hell. Are these guys awful or geniuses? <laughs> I don't. No! <laughs> part of me thinks it's like deeply amusing and part of me is horrified. Part of it's just bad. That's so funny. They took they learned, they're so loving with it. Like it's recorded well and they like yeah. nail it. They take they have great respect for this. The oh, source I wanna material. know what are their like most recent ones? Are they still doing these? They put out three Clothing albums in twenty seventeen. Excuse me, four albums. Four? Yeah. Wow. So what yeah. are they? Play me some more. I just I'll do this all day. Is it too late now to forgive me? <laughs> all right, we got we got to vote. We got to vote. We're running out of time. What's the worst song? I say, Dear Slim. I think if if I'm rating on like enjoyability, mm-hmm. Dear Slim. Well, I'm not voted either way, but uh, you'll put you'll catch. I wanted your to vote. hear the parody again, so I was gonna vote for that. Of the real Slim shit, you can play. We can play it right now. I'll no, vote no, no. Slim I mean, Shady. I mean, like next week. I All right, I'll vote it. Slim Shady's worse. We'll Woo! hear it next week. <laughs> bye, dear Slim. <laughs> Real sin saver's worse. Bye, 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 Guys, let's bring it down now. Oh, let's let's sweet. lift it up. We all know how this works. We don't plug things on this show. We don't plug our projects. We don't plug ourselves. No. We lift them up mm-hmm. as a sacrifice mm-hmm. to the Lord. Whatever Lord you pray to, mm-hmm. may it be the God of Israel. The God of materialism, or honestly, the God of Steve Jobs. Instead of the two tablets Moses is bringing down the mountain, it's the one tablet. You're- Caroline, what do you want to lift up? <laughs> I wasn't done. I wanted more. <laughs> you know, it doesn't need it, but man, I'll lift up the Avengers Infinity War. I had a good time there. But you can lift me up at Caroline's Farts. At Caroline's Farts. Tybee, what do you want to lift up? I also liked Avengers Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, you did? Yeah, sure Let's did. talk about it after. Uh, did you think the runtime was infinity minutes? No, I actually thought it was well-paced. And me I too. hated both of the other Avengers movies. I hated really? Ultron. Yeah. Oh. But I really liked Infinity mm. War. And my friend uh, Ross was Red Skull, and he did an amazing job. Hey, way to go, Ross. Wait, which one's Red Skull? Um, the guy with the red skull on the <laughs> planet. Shut up. <laughs> Wait. When, they go to th- when he goes to do the, th- the thing with the throwing of the person and the thing. Oh. Mm. Are you doing your Jerry Lewis impression? <laughs> <laughs> the throwing <laughs> of the person and the thing? I did drop a spoiler the red skull in it, so. Whoops. <laughs> drop a spoiler. Whoops. Okay. Wow. Where can people find you? Oh, they can find me. I'm at Hello Tybee Ren on Twitter. Hello, hello Tybee Ren. And you can also find, um, I work on an app called Yarn, and there's, st- there's stories that I produced and did things on there. Check it out. Am I supposed to do that? Am I supposed to share that? I don't know. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yes, you are. Yeah, it's your job. Like you're spinning a yarn. Yeah. Oh. You can find me at Kevin T. Porter. I'll lift up Janelle Monet. Oh, no, no, you're fine. <laughs> I was just With the Afrofuturist power thruple. 
Is that true? In the dirty computer emotion picture, Ooh. there is like a power thruple. Here's what I'll yeah. say. Into it. The album's great, and I'll say she is... Uh, there was one reviewer or someone on Twitter that said about Kate McKinnon and Ghostbusters, no matter how you identify the sexual spectrum, Kate McKinnon's going to bump you one way. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel that way about Janelle Monáe. Yeah, well. for sure. She's terrific. And you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Join the Facebook group. Leave us a review on iTunes. Check out our Spotify playlist. And yeah, thank you for listening to the show. Tybee, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you for Tybee. having me. On the show. And all of Pot's people said, Amen. A woman, Mom's Month. Let's go out with every mom's favorite diss track. Dear Slim. Slim, I'm a good guy, but you're a bad guy. But I care about you because I'm a good guy. I could be a little bad. Um, but do you want me to be bad? All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, hi, y'all. It's me, Amy Grant. I'm sitting here in my minivan, uh, just waiting for my kids to get... I think I have kids. I think I have kids. I don't know. But I'm just waiting for the kids to be done with soccer practice. And then we're going to go get some ices. Because next week on GCF, those two rascals are listening to my album, Hard in Motion. That I did that album. In 1991, heart in motion. All right, y'all. That was a headgum podcast.